0: welcome to Conversations with Kerry. Today we are talking with Lisa Reese. Lisa is your website wonder woman. Seriously, that's actually her business name. She helps female entrepreneurs create amazing websites via her course, the DIY Website Success Academy. The academy empowers women to learn to create and maintain amazing web presence with none of the jargon to get you confused. Welcome to the podcast, Lisa.
1: Hello. yeah
0: hello how are you okay fabulous I'm so excited to have you on the podcast so before we dive into everything just tell us a little bit about you and what your business is I've briefly introed you but a little insight into what you do would be great
1: and um, Yes. Yeah, so for the last five years, I've been working with women in business. To um, started off, creating the websites for them, um, and then I found that even if I created a website and showed them how to do bits, they were terrified to touch it. So over the last year, um, I've moved more into the teaching side. So I found that when people know how things work and why we do things, they more likely. Um, to have the confidence to actually try stuff out and do stuff on maintain their own websites so yes because
0: I think so many people are petrified of it but it's not it it doesn't have to be that difficult when you actually get underneath the bonnet and I think it's really empowering to be able to go in and and help it yourself especially for small businesses I think who are you know put off maybe with the whole website thing because they think it has to be really expensive they think there's loads of tech and kind of knowledge involved and and it doesn't really have to be that way, does it?
1: No, and I think they are really scared. Like, I've even had people that are on my course now, I've done their website three years ago, but they've changed direction or they've developed their business. And they like, instead of paying you for the website every single time, I'd rather learn how to do it. So as I develop my business, I can change it on my own without yeah. paying out all the time. Yeah. So
0: and how has the kind of pandemic time been for you at the moment? I would imagine you've been busier than ever.
1: <laughs> well, it kind of went a bit crazier <laughs> in. Um, oh, what did we, I'm trying to think, what was month? It March, was it? April, but, yeah. and May. When just crazy, um, and I was literally working like thirteen-hour days and stuff because everyone wanted to get online, but. Last month the last two months now is kind of started to just go back to normal so but, uh,
0: yeah and what did you what were what what were people coming to you saying with you know trying to get themselves online i'm su- i'm genuinely surprised that people have a business now without a web presence
1: a lot of the people um I found were people that done like fitness classes that oh, I yeah did, and they would be doing a um obviously in You know an actual place place. they wanted to be able to run them online um so they needed somewhere they were having like um like a membership site type thing so they pay weekly or monthly and they can join in with the videos at home um but there was a lot of people that came to me and they were like oh we messaged her about three years ago about our website we never had time to do it so (laughs) we've got plenty of time now can we restart (laughs)
0: Oh Lord! So you have been a busy, busy woman. So it's lucky for you that websites are such a passion for you to get you through this this, yeah. this busy time. <laughs> so tell us a bit about why you started doing what you do, and uh, and what it is that keeps you going in business. Talk a little. If you could talk a little bit about your mission, that would be fantastic.
1: Um. Well, I f- did my first website back in about two thousand and six. 2006-2007 um, My mm. youngest daughter suffers from an ongoing illness um, I had to, She was two at the time And I had to give up work um, And I was just bored in the house I know people say I can be bored with a baby But because I'd always worked I was always used to doing something Yeah so I was like, right, I'm going to do a course, I'm going to do something. So I've done this website course and I created a blog and started blogging about girls' party ideas because I had two two girls yeah. and I always threw them, these massive parties. Um, so I learned like website stuff, SEO stuff, um, and I was getting like about 40,000 visitors a month to this blog oh, that's
0: amazing
1: <laughs> I Started doing like affiliate marketing and stuff and I used to have about 300 quid a month <laughs> but I didn't sell anything it was just like put a little advert yeah. on the website and stuff but what I found was that the course even though it taught you like the SEO stuff it was using a template website builder yeah. um and that really stressed me out because I was like I want my website to look like this and you can't do it mm. um so my husband, because he'd done computers before, he actually wrote me a website that looked exactly how I wanted it to look. But then I couldn't do anything to it because it was all <laughs> written in code. And if I wanted to make any changes, I had to keep asking him. And he was a lorry driver, so he worked long hours to enable me to stay at home with my daughters. Yeah. And he was like, I haven't got time to do it. You can't do this. You can't do that. And I hated that being told I couldn't do something. <laughs> <laughs> so, I started learning bits of code myself. Um, but he got made redundant. And then I had to work. We both applied for jobs. So I went back to work. Um, A couple of years later, because I was only working part time, I started doing like personalized chocolates. Yeah. Um, so, I'd done a website for that. And then five years ago, um, me and my husband split up. And okay. I was just working in a pub, um am £100 a week. And I was like, all right, okay, am I supposed to pay all these bills? We're in a lot of debt as well um so i was like what am i supposed to do and then somebody local said to me didn't you do websites before can you do me a website i'll give you 50 quid so i was like oh yeah okay <laughs> okay and then five years later people still keep asking me <laughs> <laughs> so i kind of fell into it but um my biggest thing um is that i know that when i started the restrictions i had like you can either have it look nice or you can have it looking um i bet you can't do anything to it or you've got to have a really basic because you don't know how to do it and that's why i wanted to like teach people to to that you can have it all yeah um you can have um a lovely website that you can create and you can make changes to it and people say to me all the time um what if my website won't be as professional as if you do it but then I'd say to him, well, I'm going to teach you to do it as I do it. Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be exactly the same. Um, and it is just the limit of people's imaginations, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, on what they can create. But um, yeah, five years later and during lockdown now, me and my husband have actually got back together. And he wants to... Oh, me now.
0: oh congratulations.
1: <laughs> but I do think that... Um, i really struggled at the beginning um like being a single parent two kids i couldn't work it took me about a year when i left my job and i was only in 100 pound a week so i know people that are, you know got bigger yeah you know full-time jobs how difficult it is to leave, leave and i the first three years would all fall because i couldn't pay bills nothing and but now it's like
0: I can pay my bills. I can do it out Oh, God, that's I so good. That's great. Eight holiday,
1: so
0: now it's going to be cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, as a woman who's had two holidays cancelled this year, I feel your pain. One at the beginning of lockdown and one last week. But, you know, I'll get there one day. Yeah. I can't wait. At the moment, I'm thinking of jetting off to call just Call just to do something. You know. <laughs> but, I mean, it is hard, and, and that's a really Uh, I think pertinent thing to say you don't want to just have everyone coming on a podcast and saying that business is really easy because it isn't Um, you know when people look at me now or will say about the business now oh you know but you've done so well and like yeah but it's taken me six years to do this I'm like there was a lot of there was a lot of years where I was earning very little money and there was very little traction and and not just that that just that, that was what it's got to be like in the beginning I think that's when you do well certainly for me that was when I did all my testing of stuff you know I tried different ideas I, I you know I was finding my feet I was yes. learning to sell or talk to people about buying things and learning about you know marketing myself on social media and it, and it takes time some people get it straight out of the gate and other people it takes a little bit longer and it definitely took me you know, a lot longer to find the way that I wanted to take it, the way I wanted to work and also just have the freedom because I've only got one son, but he's, you know, only just gone to school last year. So I think that gave me a lot lot more time to be able to focus on it and say, right, now I've got this amount of time I know I'm going to have it mostly every day and I'm not going to have to worry about the payments for it like you do with childcare you've got them somewhere else he's going to be out of the house I've got some space so it it does take it does take some time and you've done brilliantly so well done
1: I do think though if my kids were younger like they uh um, my eldest is 21 and my youngest daughter is 15 on thursday so yeah. i think if my kids were younger and um, because she used to have a lot of time off school as well i don't think that i'd have been able to do as yeah. much as i did yeah yeah no. um because it would have just been like with a child at home if they were like under school age i would have been pulling my hair out <laughs> it's
0: a nightmare possible but a nightmare um but yeah because that leads greatly into our into our next question really about being productive I mean you've mentioned you've got two children and um, they're older but you still you know you've been a single mum how do you manage to focus on your business and keep going with all the other stuff that you have to do have you got any hints and tips of what you use to keep you productive and moving forward with your business
1: to start with I was really like right you've got to be sat here because when you've been to a job as well you've got to be sat here like nine till five doing work all that type of stuff but now I, I find that I'm more productive when I'm more flexible. Yeah. Um, so obviously with all this is, that have happened, I've got kids walking around all the time. I'm like on Zoom calls and you've just got to allow yourself to be, um, to not be so routine and strict and to go with the flow. And I found that really, really difficult, I think. Yeah. Um, but I use a... I don't know what it is, it's not an app, it's like a website, I suppose, um, called 17 Hats, and Mm -hmm. I've used that for about the last three years, maybe more, Um, but basically it's got everything on it, it's got like um, my customer management system, all my invoices, I've got workflows, my to-do list, my diary, we can send emails from there, um contracts questionnaires, everything is done in one place. Um like booking of appointments and everything. So um two months ago I took on a VA mm. and basically because everything was in one place she could just take over all of that. But that has kept me because I've got the to do lists and I move um the to do lists then into the diary so they got little slots. Yeah. I find it in rubbish when things are on paper because yes. Especially because you can just get a laptop, I suppose, for my job and go work from it anyway. And then you've yeah. got to take a million bucks without, because I'm addicted to to do lists. <laughs>
0: Or if you're like me, you just buy new things to put your to-do lists in. Mainly, yeah. I just enjoy writing the to-do list. I never want to look at it again. I can probably see about five from here that I, you know, yesterday thought, right, I'm going to write down what I'm doing this week. And I've put it in a book and yeah. I haven't opened it since I, <laughs> since I wrote it.
1: I write in all these books and I found about five of them on my desk the other day. And they're all like a couple of pages. And then I thought, oh, I need a new notebook for this. I need yes. a new book. <laughs> so i think right it's all in one place um and like me and my va we can both access the same thing so she yeah. can see what i've done what i've ticked off what more she can give me that day
0: <laughs> yeah that's really helpful actually i think i need to look at 17 hats um but no that does that does sound really good i'll have to have a look at that one it's really hard to if you're uh, i mean i've I always feel slightly bad admitting this, but I'm, I'm really badly organized, horrific. Um, (laughs) But I have made a rule that I only sit at my desk when I've got something to do. Because like you, I do a lot of, well, you're self-employed. And so you need to, you know, you need to do a work day. Fred's gone to school. You need to sit at your desk and work till later on. And I'm like, but then I spend umpteen hours looking at Facebook ads and I've gone down a rabbit hole and I've bought a skirt that I don't need and I'm on someone's website and I think today I've accomplished nothing but so now I I, I've tried to get over the the thing of doing a normal work day I tried to schedule everything on a Tuesday and a Thursday which is I know I work more than that but people can book in for things on those days and I know in when planning my week, I'll be like, well, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I generally stay at home and that's when I'm gonna be more at my desk. And like you, I use a VA and I'm like, if you've got anything that needs to be done, you tell me on Monday night or Wednesday night and I'll do it on Tuesdays and Thursdays and they've become my more productive day. And I won't come in here on those other days unless I know there's something I need to sit down and do. And I've got to sit there and it's got to be done because otherwise I just end up wasting a load of time. And I think I feel like I'm working all the time, but I'm not actually getting anything done. So that's been...
1: I do think though like when you mentioned Tuesdays and Thursdays like my VA when I first hired her she's like you've got calls everywhere how do you concentrate but I would literally have a call with someone and then 10 minutes later have another call then maybe have an hour off and they would just dotted all over the week and I found that I'd sit down and start doing some work for half hour and then I was distracted I could never actually get into everything so she's booked she's done the same on a Tuesday and Thursday from 10 till one that's when I'll do my calls because then they're out of the way and I can do all the work in the yeah, afternoon.
0: You've got space to get it done. I was
1: forgetting what I even spoke to people
0: about. I know it, I know, it can be so difficult. <laughs> it can be it? straight
1: down to the next one.
0: Yes, <laughs> that's a really good tips. So how do you, with, with all that going on and we're talking about busyness and, you know, manage, managing to stay productive, how do you, you know, have goals and set goals for your business and vision for yourself to try and push push yourself forward?
1: I'm absolutely rubbish at setting goals.
0: (laughs) Me too, sister. Me too. Actually, that's a lie. I'm very good at setting goals, but really I think I'm more obsessed with the goal-setting process than I am with the achieving of the goal.
1: (laughs) I think, though, it's um, about having people to push you on. Yeah. Um, So I remember last year, um, was it August when you have done that goal-setting session? Oh, yes, yes, yes. And this course... Uh, because if it wasn't for you this probably wouldn't even have happened because it's still I a was cheer. Saying, yeah and I mentioned didn't I on when we went to the session um oh yeah I want to do a course and you were like well why haven't you done one I'm like yeah but I gotta do this I gotta do that and you was like right just go and put it out on Facebook and someone bought it and I was like oh my god I gotta do it now but <laughs> I've been putting that off for a year so I think that unless I've got people pushing me and um like I'm really good friends with um Clay Stevenson who does my social media and stuff and I speak to her every day. So we like last week we had a bit of a planning day. Um and because we're in similar places in our business and stuff like that, I'm like, right, what have you done this week? What have you? and she's like, What have we done this week? And then it kind yeah, of like so forth.
0: Yeah.
1: But I think that I'm um, I'm absolutely rubbish at setting goals. Like I said, I write all these things and I think, ooh, that's really good. But last week i did think right i'm going to set some goals and i it was on somebody's page or group or something they said set three goals for the week so i wrote them down and i did do all of them without even thinking about it That's so ridiculous. i think maybe even if you just write them down then you just do it automatically
0: <laughs> yeah i think both of those are great you've got to not get so stuck into the planning i mean i found a way that works for me in the end where i try and i i I think for me, it's nice to have a big goal that I'm looking towards, but it seems too far ahead for me. Like it doesn't keep me focused. So I need to do a really, I do a better job if I've broken it down. And I think, what can I do this month? I tend to work in three month blocks, but what can I do this month that, that will get me towards there? Like looking for the smaller thing is better for me because I know, you know, I'll go, right. I really want to have this, you know, have courses that are running all across Wales, and I'm going to do it within 12 months. And then I'm like, okay, so, you know, I'll get there eventually. And I don't think about it again for about six months. And I'm like, God, I've got loads of work now. I'm never going to be able to reach that goal. It's too, it's too small. But if I think right this month, I'm going to reach out to Paris County Council I'm going to see if there's some work we can do together and then I'm going I'm going for that small thing and then in a couple of months I can think right well we've done something with them now with that proof I can I can look at working with somebody else and I'm moving towards it smaller it just works a bit better for me but you know I think obviously we're doing meetings we aren't doing meetings anymore because of COVID but I think that is a that was one of the reasons why I was so um interested in having that face-to-face thing because so many people haven't got tons of people that they know in business um, who are doing similar things and you really need those people to try and like so you could they can commiserate with you they can yes. also celebrate with you and they could just drag you out of the ditch on a Thursday afternoon when you're like I can't go on there's nothing else <laughs> I can give we all have those moments I had one yesterday and it was only monday (laughs) (laughs) it's
1: okay it's it's, every day is the same (laughs) now anyway so it doesn't really matter no
0: it doesn't so yeah that's really important (laughs) that you have those two things so you have been in business for quite some time now if you could go back and meet lisa when she was starting out what is the one thing you would say to her that you have learned along your business journey
1: I think the biggest thing is just to keep going. I've had so many times that I want to give up. And because my daughter was ill when she, a lot when she was younger, I tried everything to work from home. Because I was like, yeah, my husband did work really, really long hours. So I was okay to stay at home, like finance-wise. But we never really had, like, these extra things. Yeah. Like, we never had money. We were just getting by. And I used to think, if I can earn some money, um, just so we could have some luxuries type yeah. thing, for us, And um, I always tried stuff, and if it didn't work, i give up, and I tried something and give up. And I remember um, last year, when I was finalist for, um, in the South Wales Business Awards, for Female Entrepreneur of the Year, mm. and when we went to the awards ceremony, I took my eldest daughter with me, because she does work, and she said to me, um, she said, ma'am, I'm so proud of you. And I was like, "Oh, thanks, and she said, um not just the, uh, that you've built the business because everything before if something went wrong you'd give up yeah. and she said we've had like obviously we had to go without a lot of things for a couple of years because it was just me and the kids yeah. and she said "But you just kept on going because you knew that you had to look after us and pay for stuff and I think that it is that support network as well that kept me going because I think that if I didn't have that I would have given up. Like, I went networking, well, I used to call to before I even started my business. Yeah. Because I knew I wanted to start a business. And I think if I had met those friends there that, you know, I'm still really close with now, I don't think that I would have kept going. And if I'd given up, then I wouldn't be where I am. So. Yeah.
0: You've got to definitely go out there and find... Find your tribe, as they say, but yeah,
1: but I think that I would have had more the things if what I would have done differently is probably had more help because I was always scared of like getting help from people because you've got to pay out for yeah. things, and since I've got help, I'm like, oh my God, this is so much easier, <laughs> and the amount of time it saves me is far more beneficial to the money that I pay out.
0: yeah. Yes. It's really know, hard though. Yeah, I think I to think get, into get into that mindset that. when you're not earning a lot of money particularly. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that's when, you know, you really do get to that crunch point. Everyone does where you need to free up more time for you to concentrate yeah. on the things that make you money, but to go, okay, well, I'm going to pay someone to do my social media. I'm going to pay somebody, you know, I'm going to get a VA and I'm going to do this, and that uh, it's like, I can't do that until I'm until I'm earning yes this this money people you know put a a price on it in their head or when I earn when I start earning consistently I'll do it or when I earn my first x amount of money I will do it but it is a massive not only I think it's a shift in your business it's a huge shift in your mindset of how you think about your business and how you value what you're doing obviously don't go out and get yourself in tons of debt and not be able to pay for it but there are also ways of doing it because I've had friends do stuff for me I've done bits for them you know where we just are helping each other get stuff done because we're you know we're all in the same kind of boat and that's another way and there's loads of barter groups on facebook if you can find them where you know i can't vouch for what they do but you know that's where people are just trading their services with each other because that's what they need at the time and there is things you can do if you if you go out
1: (laughs) me think then we're talking about bartering and trading stuff off um when my husband moved out, there was something wrong with our bathroom and my friend, she was having a new bathroom, so she gave us her bath and her sink and everything and he sat in my living room for six months and we only had a hot tap in the bath because the cold tap would not work. Then this guy phoned me and asked for a website and he was like, oh, that's a bit too much. And he was like, you don't need a plumbing services, do you? And you a bathroom a website.
0: <laughs> See? it works you yeah. you've got your bathroom fitted
1: I do think um you don't need to know everything and I think that when you first start in, out in business I thought this I used to think I have to buy every course I have to learn everything and I've spent so much money out in courses trying to learn things when I could have paid a couple of hundred quid for somebody else to just do it for me yeah um so you do need to think what are you gonna um are you going to actually do that? Are you going? Is that going to benefit you long term? Um, yeah. And if it's not, you know, and also you like need to know everything.
0: I I think this is a particular problem with with female entrepreneurs. We yeah. feel like we need to know all the things before we start doing anything. Yeah. And courses, you know, are brilliant. They're great. I sell courses. We've you know, we've all got those things. But courses are only good. I- the same as books or podcasts or anything. if you implement what is in the course and yeah. I find so many people who are just on this learning kind of continual quest of thinking that uh, a course will have all the answers and solve the problem and they they not necessarily will will do that like you still have to do something with it like taking your course actionable you've got to learn along the way how to do the website but if you don't build a website you'll still never have you know, you won't have what you want. And same with, you know, the same with any course. I, I am quite a learning junkie and I've kind of put myself on a spending ban where I'm like, no, no more stuff until you have got through the books, the audios, the blinking podcasts that saved up all the courses and things. And when I go back and add up how much money that is, I'm like, Oh, that's such, that could be such a lot of money for the business you know, to grow the business or to hire somebody. is practically a wage. Um, But, you know, and there's great things out there to learn, but you do have to do the work.
1: I know. And I think that's why when I develop my, and I say it's course, but like I call it like the academy because I hate the word courses because I don't complete them. And then I thought if I don't complete courses, what could I do to make sure that people do go through this process. And so the way I do it is that they get like videos, how to do all the basic stuff that they can go through in their own time. But I actually teach them live every single week and I only teach them what they need to know. So they come to me, we have two calls a week and they come to me and say, I need to do this on my website. So I show them how to do that. Because I find the courses, half the stuff I either already know or I don't need to know. And there's only bits of it and I think I'm paying all that and that's why everybody have said, we've been through my course, that the tailored support was much more beneficial than like the basic videos that they could watch yeah, to carry on doing it. So, yeah. And they, they become more involved then because if they don't come on the course, they don't learn how to do the bits. Yeah. So I normally have all of them or pretty much all of them on the calls and they keep, um, and I can see their progress then as they're going along. So. Yeah. That's why I tried to do it a bit different because I know I always give up on courses. <laughs> so I right. was like, how can I keep these people on a course when I know I always give up? <laughs>
0: yeah. No. And I think an academy, you know, just the word academy, you know, it's yeah. more about learning and an ongoing process. You expect to be in there longer. And I can see yeah. how that tailored support would be much more beneficial to anyone in business, but especially to people at startup stage. who could really get in and have that one-to-one, you know, learning experience with you.
1: Yeah, to get what they need. I, they all do like my planning challenge before they go in, so they know what they want from the website. And then I just teach them that. I think you could you couldn't teach somebody everything about websites. I still don't know everything about websites, and I've been doing them for nearly fifteen years. Yeah. Um. So I think well, just these women at short on time, they just need to know what they need to know. So I just teach them that. Well. <laughs>
0: there is a lesson to all of us you just need to know (laughs) what you need to know to get you through the day oh Lisa it's been wonderful talking to you I will pop all the links to your social media and to your website so people can check it out and find more information on the academy thank you very much for joining no problem